0: B-Pod Studios. Comic books, anime, video games, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it.
1: Everyone pretend podcasting
2: isn't boring. This is Nerd Radio. Good evening. I'm Dr. Emmett Brown. I'm standing on the parking lot at Twin Pines Mall. And this is temporal experiment number one. Welcome, everyone, to this week's Nerd Radio. Wherever you get your podcast, as part of the B-Pod Studios network and back on... Uh, Rift Two Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. I uh, talked to uh, Jade and got that all squared away. So we are back.
1: It's good
3: to be back yeah, I
2: I on, we on the air. Oh
1: my gosh, what a man on the air!
3: It's it's good to be back. I didn't even know we were gone.
1: Same here. I'm sure. All those people complaining on social media about not being able to hear Nerd Radio on the air. <laughs> your your answers or your uh, your request has been answered from the heavens Drug. above.
2: Well, you know, they, uh, the guys from Checkpoint lit a fire under my ass when they decided they were going to be on Rift 2. I was like, hey, that was ours first. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys. Oh, just
2: drop oh, it in the right. middle
0: of the show there, Mike. So, I'm yeah, so, exactly.
1: sorry.
2: So, um, so sorry. So sorry. Speaking of just dropping in from heaven.
0: I <laughs> have a mic working this time, unlike <laughs> last yeah. time's.
2: So I'm your host, Chuck Bean. I'm joined, as always, by Al Beck and James. Yes. Say hi, fellas. Hello, yeah, fellas. This
1: man. Hello. 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 The regulars and, uh, are
2: here. This week we're joined by a guy who hasn't been on Nerd Radio for a couple months, Mister Mike Pandoff. How you doing?
1: He can't even doing wait. Good, he
3: can't even wait to be introduced. He's just got to start talking. You <laughs>
2: right
1: got <laughs> to cut him a kind of break, though, man. He just, He's been probably sitting home alone by himself for the last few months. It's true. Yeah. Going crazy. I mean, I'm seeing pictures of this guy and this is media the, with crazy hair. I don't know if it's real or fake or what's
0: going on with Pandoff. That's true. <laughs> my Mick Foley look? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a wish. Oh, I'm gonna give this seen... man a, a damn haircut.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen
3: your Mick Foley look, Mike.
0: Oh, oh, it was a nice filter. Long hair. It was kind of like Al back from like 07. <laughs> so like it looks amazing, so I made that as my joke. So, oh. so we're
1: going to call you Al Foley from now on. Al Foley, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah <so laughs>
3: you were looking like a dirt bag is what you're telling us.
0: Oh, well, yeah, I mean, so general, general pandoff. so. Yeah,
1: I like how it's like, it's better than Puddle, bitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: man. So uh, it's great to uh, reconnect with an old friend here on Nerd Radio, and uh, we're going to talk about some uh, some gaming stuff to uh, start off this week's Nerd Radio. You guys remember last week we ended by talking about The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, And the uh, the acoustic guitar simulator yes. that's in there. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah, you're playing all those musics. Uh, playing all those musics. Huh? <laughs> like English all is the second music. language. Yes, he's <laughs> playing all those musics on the video games, Mr. Chuck
2: B. Yeah, <laughs> got Borat on the episode. Yes, I recall when he played those musics. Can you tell that we all work in radio? hmm <laughs> uh, That's where we play uh, the musics. Yes, we play some music to so keep you uh, rockin'. Right. Well, uh, somebody who decided to play the music is Mark Hoppus of Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, really? He was uh, live. He was live streaming um, on Twitch, playing through Last of Us Part Two, and got to that part of the game and uh, started fiddling around with it. Let me see if I can start off our Nerd Radio by playing this video. He decided uh, okay. to do a Blink One Eighty Two cover, which is uh, all right. Bye.
3: It's alright to tell me what you think about me. I won't try to argue, hold it against you. I know that you're leaving.
1: You must have your reasons. Wait, how's the lyrics go? Must have your reasons? I know that you're leaving. You must have your reasons. What's the next line?
2: And then he forgets the lines.
1: Oh,
2: the season. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: The season. Let's say, come on. In, I know in, the word. Does that's why you play bass, Mark <laughs>
2: So yeah, apparently we're going to see a lot more of that as uh, more and more musicians get their hands on uh, the Last of Us too. That's cool. Not. A- not a great cover in my opinion well. but it's it's funny that that's the first thing when he started playing it, it was like hey well
0: blink's really been never known as like being great uh vocally when you see them live it's more about their energy so i feel like mark really didn't play up to his level of like just being great on stage
2: it would be really funny on his twitch stream he was bouncing around in his chair while he was trying to
0: exactly get-
2: but I thought uh, I, I saw that, like I said, we ended last week's show talking about all those different covers that people were doing in Last of Us 2. And how uh, have you gotten a chance to play that yet, Mike?
0: No, um, I finally just got done with Jedi Fallen Order. So now I'm waiting for like Last of Us to go on sale like in the next month or two. And um, I've been doing uh, warm thing, so I'm trying to stay away from it because I don't want to get burned on it because I love the first one so much.
2: Yeah. That was uh there was also a news story that uh one of the voice actresses from The Last of Us 2 has been getting death threats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. That's just like what happened to that one uh actress in Star Wars. They're going to bully her off social media. That that's just that's terrible to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's
2: really dumb. It's, it's, you know, you're going to you're going to go on Twitter and you're going to send death threats to somebody because of something their character did.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just not worth it. I mean, Hopefully it, it just passes by and it just ends and people just finally snap out of doing that to on Twitter.
2: I think we've all had a interaction or two on Twitter that we were uh, that was less than enjoyable.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: it usually involves James and a thong.
1: Hey, <laughs> I think those interactions are quite enjoyable. In my show.
2: <laughs> those, are, those are fantastic interactions. I mean, when That's you some mo- of my favorite
3: interaction? <laughs> yeah, man. I saw you post the the burning your balls thing. Was that the 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 old one, or did you do it again?
1: No, oh, that was the old one. The old trying one? To okay. See if uh, it would pick up some steam, and then they would contact the company that owns the rights to it, and then maybe some news outlets would be like, "Watch this stupid guy burn his nuts." Okay. <laughs> that way I'm laughing all the way to the bank and I'm like, ha yeah, when your news organization just paid thousands of dollars to some company that I signed a contract with and I get to see a couple hundred dollars.
2: Right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at this thing, and I was like, where am I going next? And my brain just, like, I went on, as we call on the one fall show, I went on a popcorn break.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. The brain, you know, a bit of a brain fart there, is passing some brain gas. Well, it's funny how it yeah, goes sometimes. Sure. As we're doing, you know,
3: this thing over the internet for the past several months, there's a little bit of a delay. So sometimes we talk over each other by mistake or whatever the case is. Right. But it's like James and I, when we finish talking, we'll just sit We'll just sit and wait for you. And, and that was a perfect example of just like, <laughs> no, nope, it's in your hand. Just Chuck, take the wheel.
2: Yeah, you, you offered me the ball and I fumbled it. <laughs> All right, so uh while we're while we're talking about the Fourth of July, how was your guys' Fourth of July weekend? Did you do anything fun? Nothing
3: crazy. I uh, mostly just hung out, did a little bit of barbecuing, uh, did see a couple of friends. So, but you know, it's uh, pandemic's not exactly over, so it didn't go crazy or anything.
1: Kind of kept it low key, right? For yeah, sure. Yeah, same here. Grilled a little bit at the house, and uh, you know, just uh, hung out in the pool.
2: Because I spent Watch my Fourth of July weekend, some There you go. I spent, I spent my Fourth of July weekend trying out a game that I had gotten for free thanks to uh, PlayStation Plus a couple of months ago, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Mm,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go.
2: Let me, let me tell you, that game is delightful. <laughs> if you haven't If you haven't tried it yet, I'm figure I, I expect that Al is probably the only person I'm talking to right now that hasn't tried it yet.
0: I think I did play it for a little bit. Yeah. You might be the only one that doesn't own it. But you got, like, at least a full game. You, you didn't have to wait months to get all the cool stuff that you probably got right away. So you got, like, the full game, actually. How are you liking it?
2: Well, that's what I wanted to ask. James, you played it when it first came out, right? Yeah, I think I,
1: I think I pre-ordered it. I don't know. I think I did something. I spent a little extra money to get a Cluckers edition. That's one of the games I uh, actually splurged some cash on. And I remember when it first came out, it was fun. But for some reason, there was something about it that I didn't enjoy. Is it no. uh? Is this the one where if you play the campaign mode, you play as like a female uh, in the yes. like the dark side of things, working for
2: the Empire? Yeah, like she's a Tie Fighter pilot.
0: Yeah, it's like a yeah, seal so, team. I, think I, got, so yeah. I must have
1: got to like the one of the levels where you're fighting in the Tie Pilot. So I stopped playing the campaign, and then the uh, the multiplayer online stuff was getting frustrating because you'd get picked off from like the other side of the map. It's just so many random lasers flying around, and uh. I think it just—it's so hard to get like your favorite characters. Like when you get to play as like Luke yeah. Skywalker or uh, Emperor Palpatine, it, it takes so long to actually, for me, to figure out how to use their powers and stuff to actually be like a threat on the battlefield. When you do get to unlock some of those characters, that I ended up putting it down, and I might have been just dealing with a lot of stuff mentally to where I was like, you know what? Uh, now is not the time to play video games. I need to go. In my room and just cry in my pillow
2: (laughs) (laughs) no i was i was wondering from from somebody who played the game you know when it was a new game what the like i i had heard that people weren't really pleased with this one and i could see that there are loot boxes that you have to spend money in order to get but i can't imagine that that is the entire reason why people didn't like this one
0: well, it really picked up once they uh, launched the Kenobi Grievous DLC and it was like a giant battle on Geonosis where you had like AT, uh, ATTEs, and you had that whole scene from Attack of the Clones, the only good scene. Sure. And after that, they just kept doing nice rollouts. Um, they kind of were doing what Call of Duty was at seasons where like every weekend there was a cool thing going on. But by the end of the game, they created Galactic Assault, which is probably the best mode for a casual player because it's 20-on-20 with bots. So Uh that way guys like me and James can actually play as Anakin Skywalker and get used to it because you get more kills because you're killing bots half the time. And then once you go on a ship, it's like close combat. So you're able to gain more and more ability. And that was when the game really took off and you could customize your clone trooper. Um, And same thing with your Republic side. And uh, they really made the game really deep about... late 2018 early 2019 is really when that game took off again yeah I feel like when did it originally come out it came out uh, I want to say 2017 right before last Jedi I believe yeah because the second part of the campaign came out right about uh, the campaign ended right where last Jedi starts and they uh, figured out how to blow up that giant dreadnought so that was the whole whole point of the second part of the campaign
1: (laughs) sorry crazy it's been around that long
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know it it just finally shut down uh they announced in march that they weren't doing any more community updates they did one more thing for original trilogy and touched up some things but they're moving on now with uh dogfights and and a crap ton of games supposedly Mm. ea has in the works so because they don't want to screw up disney gave them a uh, i think like another five-year extension like hey you got five years to get it right Or we're going to give this to anybody who wants it. And I think they don't want Activision or Infinity Ward to get Star Wars.
1: Crazy. Well, I know that new one that they got coming out for the PS5. It's all like fighter stuff. They're talking potential to be the next eSport.
3: Yeah.
0: It could
1: be a five on five, you know, intergalactic space eSport.
0: I want to see what it's going to be like with the VR, especially if it's going to be. I think it's going to be all cockpit view, too. And. oh yeah
1: if if you could fly the millennium falcon with the vr helmet you'll never get me out of my basement that's all i'm gonna do (laughs) sorry mom i can't come to the family barbecue i'm flying the millennium falcon okay
2: (laughs) i don't blame you that that's what it took to get james to stay in his basement forever (laughs) yeah i you know what though i know that
3: feeling when i was playing bridge crew with uh for star trek you know like it's not even the enterprise but it's you're on the the bridge of a starship and with the vr headset And it it took uh it took me a little while to get off of that game you know when i first started playing it
2: and there's something to be said too for a game that like gets the the mood of a a franchise right like i think bridge crew is really good for that where like between the sound and the graphics and the way the game is put together it feels like something like hey i get to live in the star trek universe for a while yes And that's what I get out of this uh, Star Wars game. I feel like this is like right now in 2020 is probably the perfect time to be playing it. Because like Mike's saying, they had a whole bunch of DLC that they had to roll out. And the one that I got apparently has all of it because everything that you're describing is something that I've played at this Mm -hmm. point. I haven't played the campaign at all, but I just keep playing multiplayer. And it's similarly to the Transformers game that I really enjoyed. At this point, all the really good players have moved on to Call of Duty or something else. So you're playing with a bunch of people who just love playing this game.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you get more of a strategy. Uh, so it's not like people actually know how to play the game mode. So like you don't. Not everyone's just rushing to get kills and play as hero. So it is the perfect time for you to play.
1: Well, you almost got me sold on picking it up and playing it again. Is it cross platform? Could I play it on the Xbox and um,
0: Chuck? Or is it I don't just? Know. Uh, uh, I don't believe so. I don't it's believe. Yeah, unfortunately um, obviously yeah.
3: i would doubt it just because that cross-platform thing is relatively new and as we just discussed battle battlefront 2 is a lot older than uh than we were thinking yeah,
2: yeah if i've got one complaint about it is that it has very long load times and that makes it feel like an older game for sure hmm. but i've been i've been enjoying the heck out of it so if you haven't bought this game from like four years ago then i i recommend it it's probably like 10 bucks now
1: yeah, you could probably definitely get it used for super cheap at like a GameStop or uh, another video game reseller.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely for 10 bucks.
2: Speaking of cheap gaming, if you guys waited on the Sega Genesis Mini... They have dropped it in price over on oh, Amazon. God. Originally, when this thing came out, it was about I want to say eighty bucks. It was the uh, scam
1: okay. of the century when it first came out.
2: Eighty bucks and came with like forty two games. You know, plugs into your television. Oh, this and is play. okay. Two control This is
1: plug and play. Uh, I was
3: thinking about the. I thought yeah, this is the Game Gear one. The, 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 oh. the size of a like a rat. Oh, that's turd. what
1: I'm thinking too. The little keychain. Yeah, the keychain thing. Yeah, not the not the Game Gear, oh, okay. the Genesis. Oh, okay.
3: This is cool. Hey, that's done in price. Uh, th- hey, I like that news. You totally yeah, totally uh, changed my tune. Uh, I really thought we were talking to- about something else.
2: <laughs> it's coming down to uh, 50 bucks. It was $40 a couple of days ago, but now it's it's kind of uh, leveled out at 50 bucks. They're supposed to get a whole new stock of them on July 13th over at Amazon.com. Hmm. 50 still seems a little, a little steep, but not as steep as 80.
1: Absolutely. Too
2: bad I already got one for Christmas last year, so I don't even need to buy one. Ah, well there you go and you know me I'm a—I'm a you know big modder so I've got most of these Genesis games on that Super Nintendo thing
3: oh that's right modded I just need to get one of those things and have you mod it for me or whatever it is you black ops do Yep.
1: like Chuck some I, kind of a secret video game like spy yes I put, I put like, my, my uh,
2: I put my trench coat on and I just like Hey kid you want some games
1: Yeah yeah. Like the neighborhood watch guy Like he stands right in front of the neighborhood watch signs in the neighborhood Looking just like the neighborhood watch yeah. guy but he's, Instead of offering drugs and I look like weapons yeah.
3: he's look offering like video
2: game
1: It's
3: like, it's like yeah. Chuck's life Is the matrix yeah. except just the beginning Of the movie just the beginning
0: Just the very beginning
1: <laughs>
2: Before you take the pill Yeah exactly I never, I never, I never learned kung
1: fu <laughs> <laughs> hey kid, you wanna play Star
2: Wars on the Genesis? <laughs> you wanna play a game from nineteen ninety-two? I got the hookup for you.
1: <laughs> I got all the Mario. We got Mario, we got Mario Two, we got Mario Three, we got Mario the, the Lost Worlds. Which Mario you want?
3: <laughs> the game pusher.
1: <laughs> yeah, there, oh, there you go. go. <laughs> I like
2: it. Yeah, exactly. I got one more video game story for you before we move on. And I I knew when I saw this, I had to tell James about it uh, because A, you just got a switch and B, you're all about butt stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. And kind of also, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, a dude online has figured out a way to um, hook up a uh, butt plug. That's got a like USB or not a USB, but it's got a Bluetooth connection to the switch so that you can feel the vibrate while you're playing animal crossing.
1: Oh man. Now I finally have a reason to buy animal crossing. Yes. I didn't know well, this. I really I can... enjoy when the turnup market is up. <laughs>
2: this was, this was a vice article I found, but uh, apparently during quarantine, people have uh, been going on animal crossing Tinder dates.
3: No oh, geez. And oh, uh, God.
2: And there's also been dominatrixes that uh, will, uh, beat you with butterfly nets for a price in Animal Crossing. Oh
3: my god, James, you gotta take Jimmy Death Nuts to Animal Crossing.
2: (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm the only one without an Animal Crossing side
1: hustle in the sex game, you know? (laughs) All these sex workers with side gigs in the
2: Animal Crossing world, and I'm the one left behind. So yeah, this dude uh, who runs a butt plug sex toy control project uh, on Patreon has uh, figured out a way to uh, put the hush butt plug uh, USB-wise connected to Animal Crossing so like when you're fishing you know to pull the rod when the controller vibrates so you can get some stimulation while you play Animal
1: Crossing to be they can't set this up for Mario Party I'll tell you that's a hell of a party (laughs) I'm going to love it every time there's a me versus the world minigame. I'll tell you, me versus three competitors. Bring it on. My yeah. butt is ready. <laughs> and all those positive vibes being sent my way. You know
3: what? As as, mu- as tempting as it is, we cannot call this episode, my butt is ready.
2: <laughs> we, really, we really can't. We can make an audiogram. We can. Called, my
1: butt
2: is ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, while we cool off James' butt and uh, get it less ready. We will be back with more Nerd Radio. I have got more video game news. I got some comic book news, and also two of my favorite franchises coming together like peanut butter and jelly. Sounds sticky and messy.
3: (laughs) Well, uh, which part? Were you talking about the teas or the Animal Crossing
1: story? Oh, I was talking about whatever is coming together like (laughs) peanut butter and jelly, two of Chuck's favorite (laughs) Transformers, and I don't know what the other one could be, but it's peanut butter and jelly. It's not going to be a very clean scene when it's all done and over. Yeah, well, I I got sticky and messy. Uh Oh, uh -oh, (laughs) Oh, no.
2: Oh, no.
1: (laughs) There's your tease. tease. (laughs) That's how you bounce back from the butt stuff conversation. (laughs) All
2: right. (laughs) Also, another great title we cannot use. Yep.
3: Hey, this is David Howard Thornton. You might know me as Art the Clown from the movie Terrifier, and you're listening to Nerd Radio.
2: We're back with more Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcasts as part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. James and Al Beck joining myself, Chuck Bean, for another week of Nerd Radio. And we're joined by longtime friend of the show, Mr. Uh, Mike Pandolf, talking about nerd. So you guys remember a couple of years ago. Well, Al, I know that you'll remember when Marvel officially got the license to do Star Wars comics. Yeah,
3: yeah. They got it from Dark Horse.
2: Right. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because another couple of licenses that Dark Horse has had for a long, long, long time are also moving to the Marvel Universe. Really? Reports came out last week that Marvel Comics is uh, going to start publishing comics for Aliens and Predator, first cool. established by 20th Century Fox with Dark Horse Comics, starting oh. in 2021.
3: Huh. Interesting. I mean, I knew that one... Yeah. It does make sense of it's a 20th century Fox property now that Disney owns that as well. When Disney bought Star Wars, we knew as soon as the agreement ran out with uh, Dark Horse, they'd move it over because they're going to keep it under their own umbrella.
2: Right. Yeah. And this is uh, probably a very similar situation where the contractors running out and Dark Horse is like, hey, you want us to keep making these comics? And they're like, no, we own a comic book company. I think we'll let them do it right the exciting thing though is you know eventually they've got to like add aliens and predator like they have to have a crossover with the marvel universe
3: at some point yeah have they done a a marvel and a star wars crossover since they picked that up
1: i don't think Mm,
0: they know i I think they're scared to like cross those two don't cross the streams yeah. I, mean, I agree. Don't cross the streams, guys. This would be bad. Predator and Marvel sounds kind of interesting. There's, like, a lot of fantasy mashups in my head. Like, Wolverine versus the Predator would be dope as hell to see how the Predator would try to figure out how to kill him. It'd be really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, I would love to see a series like that. Like, what Pandav just said, if you just had different characters from the different universes go head-to-head in, like, battle, like, well, battle stories, that'd be cool. But, I don't know, I think it'd be weird if it's, like, all of a sudden the X-Men are on a ship. Oh, no, guess what's on the ship? <laughs> an alien oh no <laughs> you know and then it's the x-men versus the alien and that uh, just seems silly mixing you know Jean gray's got an alien in her belly because the you know whatever happened intimately between her and the the actual adult alien and you know <laughs> cyclops is in the other room while wolverine was actually in there during the, the little cuckold situation and <laughs> yeah you know, I just I don't know that seems weird, but I would love to see like the deadliest killers like let's see Deadpool take on the predator I was you know, stuff like that
3: just gonna say it would be cool to see like a deadpool kills and really what I was just thinking it'd be cool to see like a deadpool kills the Star Wars universe actually I
2: would probably, <laughs> I would probably awesome. enjoy that too yeah yeah that's the two of the interesting things I wanted to bring up first of all the fact that James chose x men and aliens to cross over is funny because the x men have an alien race called the brood, which is essentially the aliens without the license. Hmm. Um, really?
1: I know from, I knew about the brood, but I thought the brood was like a, a gang. That's how messed up my, my mind is. Yeah,
2: the brood, the brood, was, brood was insectoid like a... looking aliens that uh, during the story in the 70s when they were introduced, put more brood inside the X-Men while they were out in space. And Wolverine's healing factor mm. had, uh, had stopped him from being taken over by the brood. But then the rest of them, they had to figure out how to get it out of them before it killed him. And
3: me, when I hear brood, I just still think oh, wow. Gangrel, the fat wrestling vampire. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: Oh, yes, the brood, yeah, the original
2: brood. The only one that counts. Forever the brood.
1: But also, he was a former vampire.
2: But also the fact that when Dark Horse was still publishing Aliens and Predator, they did a bunch of series with DC. Batman faced the Predator a bunch of times. Um, Stormwatch, one of my favorite comics that was from Jim Lee's uh, company that eventually got bought out by DC uh, did a crossover with aliens where they killed 90% of the cast in the one shot Hmm. because they want to go in a different direction. So it's fun to see that aliens is like the franchise that now has existed in both the Marvel and the DC universes respectively. Sure. But yeah, I'm in the same boat as James. Like I think a Wolverine versus predator miniseries is inevitable. Uh, Deadpool versus predator. Probably. I hope that there's absolutely an aliens And a Predator separate mini series of like what if these things were in the marvel universe
3: i think de- you know you know what i think uh it's gonna be less of a deadpool versus predator i think he's gonna try and turn predator into a pet
2: <laughs>
0: yes
3: like <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet <laughs> dead- it'd be a deadpool predator like buddy comedy
2: i could absolutely see deadpool with aliens and then the, like because he because he heals the thing comes out of it, it burst out of his chest he's like that really hurt but man this little thing's cute. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so- <laughs> And pregnancy issues, and how he was craving things when the alien was inside of him. <laughs> and he yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's like nurturing the little alien like a mom. Like, it's, he's got like the, uh, the breastfeeding harness that Robert De Niro had on in Meet the Fockers. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the comic practically writes itself. To, it uh, really I think does. What
1: the comic? Somebody gets in touch with Marvel. They'll sue us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah.
2: They'll be like, they'll be like you're going to have to take that episode of the podcast down and never mention this again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I guess we'll have
3: to because you're so yeah. powerful. Yeah. And you? they're and they're like, also bring us Mark <laughs> <laughs> Cooper.
1: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> they're you
1: yeah. we, we, we heard what he was <laughs> spreading <laughs> about us. <laughs>
2: Are any of you guys familiar with the comic book writer artist Dave Sim? Sim
3: fi- sounds nope. familiar, but maybe. No
2: idea. He did the comic book throughout the 80s and 90s called Cerebus the Aardvark. No. Which started as kind of a take on Conan the Barbarian, but with a funny animal and turned into this whole thing. Hmm. It was the longest running independent comic, I think still in history, uh, topped out at a couple hundred issues. And he still creates some uh, Cerebus stuff. But one of the, the reason I bring him up is because he uh, the the only reason anybody knows who Cerebus is, is A, because it's the longest running indie comic of all time, B, because it was he crossed over with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles very early in the comic in one issue. Mm-hmm. So that book is very valuable, A, because it's an old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic and B, because it's a crossover. But he also did an issue of Spawn early in Todd McFarlane's run of spawn he got four different writers to write four different issues and then he just did the art form and uh spawn number 10 is the one that he did with cerebus the aardvark for decades now if you buy a spawn trade paperback of that first 12 issues of spawn that issue is missing really wow and for a long time i always believed the reason for that is because cerebus is in that issue and because Todd and Dave Sim had decided that like, look, I'm not allowed to reprint that issue, but neither are you kind of thing.
1: Right. I can see that kind of makes sense.
2: In a recent interview, Dave Sim said that him and Todd have always always had an agreement that either one of them can reprint Spawn 10 and sell it anywhere uh, and not have to compensate the other for it. I do understand that recent reprints of those first so many issues, because the four writers that Todd had gotten for those issues were dave sim alan moore frank miller and neil gaiman and neil gaiman did the issue, issue nine which is where the character angela comes from and took todd to court a couple of years ago over the ownership rights of that character and won so wow. if, you, if you get a recent spawn trade paperback issue nine is now no longer printed either because he doesn't want to give that money to neil gaiman all right everybody's pinching their pennies but uh, the reason I bring this up is because Dave Sim has a Kickstarter where he is actually going to reprint Spawn number 10, Oh, which is kind of fascinating, because like I said, it's been decades since that comic came out, and it's the one issue of Spawn that's never been reprinted in a trade paperback or in any form.
3: I wonder what that, uh, what that issue goes for on the collector's market, since they don't reprint it.
2: To the best of my knowledge, almost nothing. Really? Yeah, it's shocking to me. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because a lot of those image comics, the, especially the early image comics, because the hype was so big, they printed so many of them like they did most comics in the 90s that like even now you can get one. You know, there's there's people that have just boxes of, of just issues of spawn.
3: I just thought it'd be interesting because not only can you not get a reprint, you can't even get it in trade mm-hmm. right now. I mean, I thought that would have made it uh, increase the value, even if they did have a bunch of uh, issues. But you know spawn's got a following you know i would think that there would be enough it's collectors
2: a, i don't know i'm googling it right now but i don't see uh, there we go yeah it's like three bucks four bucks <laughs> somebody's got it for 10 so it's not a huge issue but
0: hmm. well do you think the value will go up if he gets the kickstarter money because now you like because you'll have the original like if you have the original one compared to like a newer one or do you think that would make a difference i don't know how comic work
2: typically when a reprint comes out it drives the 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 original down but Uh i'm sure the the reprint is going to have like the the original has the image logo in the top corner and i'm sure that's not going to be on the reprint
3: Mm, yeah right interesting that's interesting by the way sorry if you guys can hear yard work happening outside of my apartment (laughs) someone's chopping down a tree it sounds like
2: it's the kind of thing that when i saw it uh when i saw the news that they were going to reprint it i was like but i thought you couldn't reprint it And right. then i did a little bit of reading and i was like well that's fascinating there's hmm. something else i found that's a little bit of fascinating before we move on so we're all familiar that zach snyder's justice league uh director's cut is going to be coming to hbo yeah. now next year max by the way thanks mike for letting me uh let me use your hbo now
0: so that's where all the animation's coming from I'm like I don't watch this and then I totally <laughs> forgot about that I was like oh yeah
1: and Mike's like why Why am I so heavy on the anime porn here why is keep showing me all these anime porno, pornos man I don't watch that kind of stuff I watch real porn yeah. yeah we know why
0: Yeah.
2: hey if they didn't want it to be watched they wouldn't put it on the service would they
1: <laughs> well we have a point I'm not, I'm not disputing that. <laughs>
2: Uh, but Joe Russo of the uh, Avengers movies and Captain America Winter Soldier, uh, he, in a recent interview, he said that somebody asked him about Zack Snyder's Justice League and the the Snyder cut, which we're supposed to be getting. He said uh, he thinks it's great when a director's original vision can find its way to, to the screen, which is very encouraging. But then he threw a little bit of shade by saying, uh, we've been very fortunate in our careers that everything we did for Marvel, we would call director's cuts.
0: <laughs> oh, Damn. Oh. Mm
2: uh i that it, it seems a little backhanded but okay
3: <laughs> i like it though i I enjoyed that
2: yeah i i don't know mike are you interested in the Zack snyder cut of justice league
0: i'm very interested because i want to see what his vision was that wonder woman shot of her seeing the dark side cave drawings and stuff uh really has me intrigued and honestly, like, I'm, I'm kind of there's rumblings going around. Ben Affleck's kind of interested in coming back to play more live action. So this is like some people are thinking it might if this does really well and people like it, this could build up to a motion picture like um, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like that's what they might do to kind of like reestablish everything. So that way we could have multiple Batmans and stuff like that. Also, Green Lantern might be in it. That's another rumor. And I want to see a live action Green Lantern done right. So I'm hoping that that will actually be in the movie, uh, supposedly how Jordan's going to be in it. Uh, fingers crossed. But who knows? <laughs> I just
2: feel like, um, I don't know, Zack Snyder doesn't have a great track record movie wise, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> he started off hot. I will say that I really like 300 uh, Watchmen director's cut. It's not as good as the book. You'll never get that book on a big screen. Uh, but I really liked what he tried to do with the director's cut. And then uh, Dawn of the Dead too, 2004's Dawn of the Dead, I think, is very uh, underrated when it comes to zombie movies. Uh, he was the guy who made zombies run fast after 28 Days Later and really did it well. So he's very good visually. He just needs a good script. That's how I've always looked at Zack Snyder, the director. Very good at making things look good, but he always lacks depth.
2: Out of all the movies you just listed, Dawn of the Dead's the only one that I'll give him any credit for. Yeah. I don't like the watch- I don't like the Watchmen movie either version. Sucker Punch is very fun to watch, but it's not good.
0: Oh, I, I've not seen that one. I, I can't I can't do it. It's not my style. But the Watchmen TV show, I think uh, you and Al would like a lot. If you guys, uh, I don't know if I've never really talked Watchmen with Al before. I love how yeah. the show is a direct sequel to the comic, not the movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ask, ask, ask Al back how he feels about Alan Moore.
0: Uh, i've got bad good things or bad things i,
3: I think he's crazy and he's full of himself <laughs> and his wizard beard
0: yeah okay <laughs> that's, just, that's what i was gonna go like with. i think i
3: listen i think he he does he is a good writer i can't dispute that and i won't try uh and he's got some great stories but i i don't think he's as great as he thinks he is like <laughs> he upset me when he uh tried to write a crossed yeah. uh story and he had to like reinvent The English language because he's so brilliant. Okay, God. (laughs) But he's got some good stuff. V for Vendetta is great. You know, Watchmen is great. Oh, yes. You know, I mean, he's, you know, it sucks
0: that he won't. Watch the season of Watchmen that I'm hoping stays as a one-off because I think what they did with his characters was very well. Like I wish he would actually, you know, give it a shot. Well, I'm sure he did, but he'll never. No, he, say he he
3: did. didn't, and he won't. Uh, he did the same thing with Before Watchmen. This is the, some of the stuff that I don't like about the guy. Is. Where you get a guy that, you know, Chuck and I both really like, like a Garth Ennis, who will start a series with a six-issue miniseries and then pass it off and totally just let's make it your own thing and and, and have fun with it. It's my creation, but, you know, I want to see a different version of this. Alan Moore pooped his pants when they started doing the before Watchmen comic spinoff a few years back and he and he shamed not only the writers who all probably look up to him but also anyone who read them he was basically like if you read these things you don't have integrity and you don't care about comic books come F- out you alan moore i don't take advice from. Come
1: F- out! off that
3: was <laughs> He upsets me. I know. He's, I mean, he, he does. And he is good. He's a good writer. That's the part. That, if it was Grant Morrison, who, whom I hate, like, it would be so much easier. But, like, Alan Moore is a good writer, and he's got some great ideas. His books are a little heavy on rape. I wish he wouldn't do that so much. It's true, though. It's in just That's about true. every every book. It happens. That's but true. I don't know what his fascination is. But, you know, I just I don't think he's as brilliant as he thinks he is.
2: While we're talking about Watchmen and some of our favorite comic creators. Uh, so Rob Leefield recently said it in an interview <laughs> <that> he,
1: <laughs>
2: is he drawing feet? The already by this. <laughs> who's said that who's the foot movie, did he, he watch draw? The movie. He said the Watchmen movie is better than the book and has a way better ending.
3: <laughs> uh, Cheat. even though I disagree with that, I'm glad that somebody said it. Just because you know, Alan Moore, like like one of his toes fell off when he heard that. <laughs>
2: Alan Moore and Rob Leefield is Albeck's pr- own personal Alien versus Predator.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> no matter who loses, I mean, he's <laughs> going. Oh
1: no, my toe!
2: <laughs> <laughs> my toe's gone. All right, well, we're going to take a short oh, break man. here and come back with some more Nerd Radio. I've got a story out of Punjab where a teenager spent way more money on a uh, an online game than I think any of us ever will. And one of my favorite crossovers of all time is coming to uh, two of my favorite franchises of all time, one of which just celebrated an anniversary last week. We'll talk about that next on Nerd Radio.
0: Pause that game. We're back with more Nerd Radio.
2: Honestly, I hate working
3: here. They are so weird.
2: All right, we're back with more Nerd Radio, wherever you get in your podcast, It's part of the B-Pod Studios Network, but especially on WRIF.com. We're also in Boston.
3: Rock929Rocks.com. Nine
2: and, of course, you can find us on YouTube at uh, Nerd Radio 101. I'd have to imagine before summer's over, we'll be back in the Checkpoint XP studio making these uh, these videos. But speaking of Checkpoint XP, you can also find James over there.
1: Yeah, CheckpointXP.com. We're on uh, 60 to 70 radio stations across the country. Find out if we're on a station near you over at CheckpointXP.com. Also
2: airing Saturday evenings on 101 HD2 in Detroit. Thank you for that, James. Uh, James and Albeck joining me this week and Mr. Mike Pandoff, who it's great to have you back on the show talking about Star Wars stuff. You have to be my Star Wars Battlefront buddy because I haven't gotten to play with with anybody I know yet. I also uh, realized while I was playing it over the weekend that uh, I haven't heard anybody over the headsets. I don't know if they completely eliminated the... Uh, capability to talk to your teammates over the headsets but if they did that's brilliant
0: um i think you have to be friends that's brilliant you have to be friends because when i played with my nephews a couple of times the only way we could talk is like it's you can only it's not massive so i think they did that so kids don't get like called you know typical words that you get called in in call of duty <laughs> i'm more <a little> worried <laughs> about
3: what the kids call me
0: uh, on those things oh, yeah, that's
3: good they, i think they're protecting <laughs> us from the children
0: you know, hearing an eleven-year-old call you the c-word as you kill him in Gulag is kind of refreshing. Though it's oh. kind of
1: nice. It's kind of like,
0: ah, oh, I just ah, I made you use that word. That
1: that. Oh, it's God. nice if you can make that happen. Yeah. Usually the story <laughs> in my case.
3: <laughs> also, it's
1: so, usually them smoking me and me calling them the c-word. Yeah. So, <laughs> also,
3: Mike. Sorry about that. That was me actually.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I really. I remember the first time I used it on a guy like. Just and I remember uh, what Al said when he's like, uh, "It's so satisfying the look when you call the guy." A oh my and god! It's like, oh, it's, it's like, like,
3: like the yes. greatest thing ever because it's like. <laughs> If you call a guy the c word, you can see all of like like his life flash before his eyes. It's like the two ways to see what it looks like from the outside. Life flash before the eyes. It's like you you can call him the c word or you can stab him. You know what I mean? Because like a guy's yeah. like, what do you mean? That's you don't call me that. So he goes through every decision he's ever made in his life that led him to being called the c word. I love it. I think it's great.
0: Yeah, you called. I I remember the f- one time you called me. At, it was live broadcast, and I told you. I was 13 when you started at the Rift, and you just like, you did like the shuffled your papers up and just looked me right in the eyes, like, you're a C word. Mm-hmm. And just went on to like continue on. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> and you, you just, you let me sit there for like five minutes. It was <sighs> hilarious.
2: I I would like to clarify for our listeners at home that this word that starts with C that everyone's talking about is the word child.
0: Yes,
3: (laughs) It's not.
2: Also, I think it's funny that last week uh, Al threatened to murder me. And this week he's talking about stabbing a person.
3: (laughs) Did I threaten to murder you? Oh, I did. That's right. (laughs) I forgot to write it down on my to do list over a
2: comic book. No, less.
3: (laughs) I don't even remember, but I'm sure you deserved it.
2: I'm sure I deserve it. Absolutely. Speaking of deserves, so James, we talked a little bit last week and we've talked in the past about paying money for some of our online games like Rum Royale or Call of Duty. What do you think is the most you've ever spent on one of those online Battle Royale games?
1: Oh, I don't have to think. I can tell you right now, the most I've spent, well, besides just buying battle passes, the most I've spent in any kind of an online game is $12 that I spent on Candy Crush to beat a level when I was on the can one day. But uh, in terms of actual like battle royale style games and like skins, I mean, I spend like maybe a couple bucks here or there, maybe five dollars for a cool skin. Um, you know, whatever the cost for the battle pass is is the most I've spent. But I think in total in Realm Royale, maybe I've spent you know forty
2: bucks. Forty bucks, okay. Well, see, even at forty bucks, like you spent essentially how much it would cost to buy a game in the first place. Like I can see that yeah, exactly,
1: but I've I've been playing it for like you know I think we're going on three years I've been playing Realm Royale now, so it's I think right. like I've gotten my money's worth. I still have probably ten dollars worth of uh, crowns in my account in case they put any cool looking skins for the warrior class. Or their Realm Royale,
2: if you're listening, why don't you some cool warrior class skins in the <laughs> store and maybe you get a few more of my crowns, you dummies. I was thinking while I was playing Battlefront over the weekend that it felt a lot like Realm Royale and that it's a game that's kind of past its prime.
1: How dare you? Realm is not past this prime.
2: <laughs> uh, uh what about you, Mike? Have you have you ever uh spent any money in like an online game?
0: Uh I've spent like five bucks so far on Call of Duty for the latest season pass. And then uh I've spent a couple of dollars on a game called Marvel Strike Force for my phone. Uh get okay. some characters. Um but on that, no, I try not to unless I'm like, eh, I got some extra bucks but yeah, skins, I said skins are week, the most tempting thing ever
2: I had said last week that I, I've never actually spent money on that game that was untrue I was thinking about it and uh, there was a game called Marvel Legends that came out that was kind of like a Diablo style game where you could play as different Marvel heroes and I remember specifically spending $20 on Cyclops from the X-Men because I wanted to play as him and I didn't want to have to grind to get that character
1: Liar. $20 on Cyclops yeah Scott Summers? Yeah, absolutely. The well, handle, of man who can't handle pleasing Gene Gray
2: has got to call in Wolverine, the bull, to do it for I him? Think, I think it's less about uh, pleasing Gene Gray and more about the fact that he wants some of that Wolverine.
1: Good point. Uh, Touche. Yeah, man, he, he really shut me down there, Chuck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I ask you about this because a teenager in uh, Punjab spent i love a poon job translation, yeah in my in my translation is hey, correct if i can spent, get one i'll take one <laughs>
3: uh, uh anyway continue chuck
2: if uh google translate uh is is to u.s dollars is accurate the dude spent a million three hundred and sixty thousand seven hundred and forty dollars in PUBG.
3: he's a teenager
2: Jesus. he's a teenager. if he was
3: my kid i'd sell
2: him he was buying uh, virtual ammunition passes and alt- artillery in the game for over a month's time, so it wasn't all at once. But yeah, the seventeen-year-old kind of he had access to three bank accounts, according to this news story that oh were used God. by him to upgrade his PUBG profile.
3: What a what! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, had, okay,
1: yeah. I had to. Yeah.
3: I had to. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm not even his parents, and I'm stressing out knowing that like my kid just spent over a quarter million dollars. I'm like stressing out for the parents, just like you son of a bitch.
2: Uh, a social media post from the father said that uh, after the incident, he made his son go to work at a scooter repair shop to pay off that money. He's going to be working that scooter repair shop till he's eighty.
0: He better invent a new scooter, like, hot damn! Yeah, that's yeah crazy
2: that's more money than i think all four of us combined could possibly spend in multiple online games
3: well i mean if i was trying to spend a million dollars i'm sure i could handle it but i'm not gonna try
2: (laughs) i don't even know if i was trying to spend a million dollars like without making giant purchases i don't know that i could get there i think i would kind of Cap out somewhere in the hundred thousand.
3: Tell you what, you want to try? You want to test the steer? Give me a million dollars. I'll see what I can do.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that. Thank you. Start buying some lotto tickets. <laughs> well, if I did have a million dollars, I would uh, pay somebody hey, to take. To, first of all, stylize a DeLorean to look like the Back to the Future DeLorean, because I love Back to the Future.
3: I just watched um, that trilogy that, over the weekend again.
2: Yeah, did you see it was the uh, anniversary of the very first one last week?
3: Oh, no, I didn't realize that. No, I just happened to be yeah. on Hulu, and I was like, ah, I'm about due for watching, and I watched all three of them over the weekend.
2: Yeah, I didn't. Wa- I only watched the first one because it was the anniversary of that one, and uh, I did fall asleep because I'm an old man, <laughs> and if you make me sit in front of a TV for too long, I fall asleep
3: i can relate But that. uh
2: for the anniversary of back to the future they announced that this year they're making a transformer out of the delorean a transformer right. figure god gigawatt
3: damn it chuck because i love <laughs> making fun of you and transformers when it comes up but this is cool how dare it's you
2: Awesome! i want this i don't know if you guys can see on my uh yeah. on my screen here but yeah, they've got a DeLorean car that's got the gullwing doors. You can flip the tires down so it looks like a hover car. Uh, and he turns into a, a Transformer, an Autobot called Gigawatt. That has, cool. instead, of, instead of an Autobot symbol, he's got the flux capacitor on his chest.
0: All right. I liked it. To- I like, I like that design.
3: It. Yeah, this is the yeah, one time based, you'll get me to say this, but Transformers—that's cool.
2: It's based on—it's uh, <laughs> based on a current transformer. It's also kind of cool that he, part of his gun is Mister Fusion that's on the back. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's
3: cool. <laughs> I like that it's got the uh, the like the the lightning rod on there too.
2: So this is kind of a good news bad news situation. So the good news is they're making this. The bad news is that they were making. Uh, 1,985 of them because of 1985 when the movie came out, Mm -hmm. Um, specifically as a commemoration for this. And they were making them Walmart exclusive. The pre-order went up last Friday, I want to say it was. Yeah, it was last Friday, which would have been the anniversary, the 35th anniversary of Back to the Future and was gone within minutes
3: Oh, oh wow. yeah, oh, yeah.
2: So the thirty or forty dollar figure is now going online for eight hundred dollars, which, which absolutely hilarious. sucks. Chuck,
3: but thats news- uh, transformers aren't eight hundred dollars cool sorry
2: but the good news is they will be making more of them in october
3: oh okay i was just gonna Um, i thought you were gonna say the good news is i placed my order
1: (laughs)
2: no
3: chucks out a thousand dollars
2: i was was sleeping when the pre-order went through so i completely missed my 40 dollars. god damn it you were
3: watching the tv and you fell asleep
2: (laughs) i fell asleep
3: but they will
2: be making ones that aren't numbered from one to 1985 uh on the Walmart website to commemorate a four-issue comic miniseries where Doc Brown and Marty McFly will meet GigaWatt.
3: This is heavy. Back to
2: the Future meets Transformers. Is there
1: something wrong with the gravity in the future?
2: But that's all. That's uh. That's all I got for this week's Nerd Radio. I oh,
3: I missed an opportunity, 12. Chuck. You were sleeping during the pre-order
1: slacker.
2: Yeah, no, uh, I was absolutely uh, slacking. Damn it! I was sleeping because I was watching Back to the Future, waiting for the pre-order to go live, and then I fell asleep because that movie is a comfort food for me. Yeah. Now I feel like I I need to get the uh, the Ghostbusters one they did last year, the Ectotron, so that Ectotron and Gigawatt can hang out together. There you go. Yeah, they will be like '80s Transformers Bros right it also makes me wonder what in the world are they going to do next year are they going to continue to do this every year pick a anniversary there was a car ferris Bueller.
0: no they just make the sailboat
1: a, there was a really really cool uh little pink bike with uh training wheels though that would be sweet as a transformer yeah.
0: <laughs> right or ferris Bueller's ferrari that would be cool that would be it's cool. got to be like after damage, so like after can't, it went through the back window, so it has yeah. to be all smashed up.
2: I was gonna say, I'll take a Goonies transformer only if it transforms into Mama from Tally.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> hit puree. One of the most unfortunate looking woman in the history of women.
2: I used to have a postcard that had the picture of her because she was in another movie called uh, Throw Mama from the Train which yeah. I absolutely adore Yeah, <laughs> and I used to have a postcard of her that some local band had made a flyer out of and I took that postcard and I hung it above my bed so every morning I would wake up and see Mama Fratelli <laughs> and remember that life is very ugly but also <laughs> very funny
3: oh man that's Taking well that's a great window. note to end things on <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mike, thanks for stopping by Nerd Radio. That's a brutal up, man?
0: <laughs> ah, thanks for having me. I'm glad you guys are still doing this. I've been enjoying you every Friday as I drive my high low, so it's finally nice to talk to you guys again. Keep yeah, good up. talking to you.
2: Is there someplace online you want people to uh, to search you out?
0: Uh yeah, you can always find me out. Uh, every Tuesday I do a live stereo podcast, podcast where we talk classic punk poc, uh punk Pop. oh pop man pop. you had you had <laughs> you had james my... the hunk pop yeah i know <laughs> just... pop. yeah i know
3: you let him down <laughs> it up you had, so, him, uh, had him so excited for the yeah. hunk pop <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah if you want to find us out there we do a show uh live every tuesday from one to three if not the podcast goes up every thursday up on our facebook page at Lawson in stereo podcast you
2: got to get better at plugging your stuff mike
0: Well, I don't have many opportunities. At least my (laughs) mic works this time, unlike when James offered me to play video games with him. So I'm I'm better at this.
1: Mm.
2: He's working. He's one step
1: ahead. He's got a working mic this time. Yes.
2: There you go. You can, of course, find us at Nerd Radio 101 and right back here for another week of Nerd Radio next week. Al, James, thanks as always for taking an hour out of your afternoon to uh, let me talk to you about Transformers, that turn into Back to the Future cars. Damn it. (laughs) I'll see you guys next week. See ya. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean after all, you're nerds. Go!
1: Have a great weekend. See you later, nerds. I have spoken. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, the future is stupid. Future couldn't be any dumber.